Hello and welcome to episode 170 of the Sustainable-ish podcast. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? And more importantly, how is it nearly the end of October? It's basically all downhill now until Christmas, right? And speaking of Christmas, do you like my little segue? For anyone who's interested, I am running a crap-free Christmas course and it's kicking off on the 1st of November, but you can join anytime after that for the bargainacious price of just £10 and you will get access to the Sustainable-ish crap-free Christmas course, which has 15 modules covering everything from advent calendars right at the beginning of Christmas all the way through to Christmas dinner and beyond. You will get your very own crap-free Christmas workbook and you get to join the crap-free Christmas private Facebook group which is where you can ask questions, share your own ideas and basically be surrounded by other people on the same mission which is to do Christmas with a little bit less impact on the planet but just as much fun and joy and general festive loveliness. So for anyone who's interested, I will pop the link for that into the show notes. And the other thing to quickly update you on is that there are new carbon literacy dates on the website for December, January and February. And yes, I did freak out a little writing 2024 on the January and February dates. I've tried to provide a variety of different days and times to accommodate people's different working patterns and busy lives. So if you've been meaning to take a look, do go and see if there's anything there that works for you. And again, I will pop that link into the show notes, which you can find at www.asustainablelife.co.uk forward slash podcast. And the last thing to say before I introduce this week's brilliant guest is that I've set myself a bit of a mission. I really want to see if I can double the number of listeners to the podcast, which quite frankly, saying it out loud feels a little bit terrifying. And I probably should put a timeframe on it, say I wanna double it in the next three months, but that feels far too scary. So I'm being pretty vague, but kind of feels like it should be doable, right? If everyone listening recommended the podcast to just one other person or shared it on their social media, or even left a rating and a review on their podcast platform of choice, that would hugely help to get more people aware of the podcast and listening and importantly, being inspired to hopefully make a few imperfect changes along the way. You up for it? I totally can't do this one on my own. So any help, and by help I mean shares and reviews, um, you can give me would be hugely appreciated. Right then, I have waffled on for long enough. Today's guest is an absolute cracker. Tash Akers is the founder of Earth Runs, an organisation that rewards activity by planting trees. As you will hear, Tash's approach to running and physical activity is so similar to my approach to sustainability. Anything is better than nothing. It all counts. And really importantly, celebrating the successes no matter how small and so much more. For anyone who's uh, sat there thinking, well, I'm not into running, this episode isn't for me, don't switch off, this episode is for everyone. Tash shared a couple of really startling stats during the episode. Apparently, inactivity is the fourth biggest killer of people in the UK, and being active for just 10 minutes a day can reduce your risk of premature death by 10%. And Tash's definition of activity is super broad, basically anything that gets you moving, just for a little bit, anything that gets you up off the sofa or from your office chair, ideally outdoors because of all the additional mental health benefits that that brings, but she's not fussy. She talks about doing just 10 squats last week and how that was better than nothing. And unsurprisingly, I love Tasha's approach and I love what she's doing. There are virtual races and challenges you can get involved in. 
You can join me uh, in the 1% Club that I've joined up to, that Tash runs, where you plant a tree every day that you're active. And active can be anything. You absolutely do not need to be running if you don't want to. And you can also find these really cool plantable medals for your school or community fun run. As usual, I have posted all the links in the show notes, so hopefully it's easy to find whatever piques your interest and you're looking for. One more quick thing, if you fancy it, to be in with the theme of the podcast, pop in some headphones and listen to this one out on a walk. Enjoy. Hello, Tash. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, hello, Jen. How are you? I'm uh, well. We've just done it. We've just did, did our little <laughs> pre-record thing when you went. How are you? And I went. I'm really well. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. No, I think I'm all right. Thank you, Tash. How are you? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm doing the same. Surviving half term at the moment, but um, but but uh, that's good. No, I. We were. We were just having a chat about the sort of uh, elements of what we both do and how how it affects. And and I think whenever anyone cares about, you know, the planet or whatever, you always second guess how things are going in your head, don't you, really? I think you always feel like you're putting yourself out there. But um, but right now, currently, I am in a good place. Good. Levels of existential dread manageable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's why one bit that I have to, because it's part of why I know we're going to go into what, what I do and stuff, but it's part of why I do what I do is because at least I feel I've done something every mm. day. I've done something positive every day and that that matters. So that helps. Definitely does. Definitely does. So tell us who you are, what you do, where you are. That was wrong. <laughs> okay. Who you are, where you are, um, what you do. Well, I am uh, Tash Akers. I am uh, currently in a shed, my shed office or shed quarters, as I like to call it, like um, it. in my office in North Devon in the UK. Um, quite sunny as well at the moment, which is quite good. Um, and I run an organisation called Earthruns, um, Active for Earth. In fact, we've, we've, we're have we in the process of slightly changing it because originally we set up to encourage, we set up, I set up to encourage people to run and instead of getting t-shirts and medals and stuff was actually do something better and plant trees with with the miles that they do um and now that's kind of developed on and grown because i've learned over the last couple of years how active is good for our bodies and what any kind of movement does and so we've opened up to anybody being able to do any kind of active life live an active lifestyle and uh, we've set up a an organization called the one percent club and every day you're active, we plant a tree for you. So it's um yeah, that's what I do. I don't I don't know quite how my dad thinks I do that because it I'm a graphic designer by trade and he thinks I colour in for a living. Now I was gonna say, what's just... your um your origin story? Like how do you get to where you are now? <laughs> um I ran a design company uh for many years. I worked for myself, built it up, had lots of uh, staff, um uh mentally burnt out did all the bad things for the environment really sorry had the fast cars had the you know big showy oh horrible all the stuff you didn't know about back then um but also hit burnout um and uh needed to do something for myself to not go mad and sort of took up running and i hated running seriously hated it like honestly that's so refreshing to hear someone say that Oh, my God, I used to go out really early in the morning, stupid o'clock in the morning. And um, and I'd well, run that's probably why one... you hated it. Yeah, no, it was so no one saw me because oh, I... Okay. <laughs> I used to go so early so no one could see me because I could literally run from one lamppost and then I have to walk next. Yeah. And then I run to the next one. And honestly, that's how I started. And I did hate it. Um, but whatever it was about that movement got me out of my sort of head funk. 
Mm. Um, and I've always been an average plodder since then. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I literally think of myself as just a, a very slow plodder. I run, walk sometimes. I don't mm. care. I'm not really in it for, for, for winning anything, but, um, I did take part in a couple of events, um, and got the t-shirts, got the medals, and it just made me think, actually, there's something better. Around the same time as this was happening, my daughter had a load of gym medals that she'd got and she didn't want them anymore. And of course, there's, there's nothing you can do what with do them. With so them they, they, yeah, yeah they, they, they're not even there was a place in America that recycled them, but they don't even do that now. And it was like, OK, there's literally nothing I can do with them at landfill. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and so I had the idea originally um, that wouldn't it be good if we got lo a load of runners to actually plant a tree for every mile they did I just love that idea and I still would like that to happen how we afford that I don't know um <laughs> and so it just so happened that I uh I've been doing a bit of research for a challenge for myself um on virtual challenges um where you don't actually go along to kind of a race place but you still you know say you've done 10k and mm. go out and do it in your own time um just to challenge yourself and uh, and again even they were giving away crappy medals so I thought well Maybe I'll just test the water. And I set up this this um, because I'm a website, you know, designer from by trade. I knew a web developer, and I could uh, get her to set me up a, a website just to see if people would do it. And um, so it was just virtual races. For anyone who doesn't know, I'll give you a bit. It basically means that you sign up to say you're going to do 10k, half a marathon, whatever it is, but you can do it on your own time. And at the end of it, you just upload your evidence to say you've done it. And Bob's your uncle, um, but it just it, by luck or folly it was just before the pandemic and no one could do any normal races oh, so lots wow. of people were looking for virtual challenges yeah. um and that's how it started and then when I got started and started planting trees I had loads of people going yeah but can I have a medal too <laughs> <laughs> no that's not the point <laughs> no, no, you're missing the point you know the trees are wonderful um and and so we did I did also create um uh handmade uh biodegradable medals they have seeds in them so you can plant them at the end of it but the big thing for me is that we show people the impact they've made so you know you can't buy anything these days without putting a tree in the ground which mm. is lovely but it's often to offset or try and pretend you're offsetting right. whatever it is you've bought whereas what we do is you know you just go and be active and mm. when you plant a tree you uh you can see the impact that you've made so i i don't just focus on co2 because that's so fluffy around the edges and who knows which tree is going to do what but we look at the oxygen it will it will create we look at how many animals and um, birds and and reptiles are going to have habitats um how many days of work you've given the organizations that are going to be able to plant these trees so it's feels like you've really done something and so you get an impact report as well from us you know after three months which is uh yeah really lovely so yeah and oh, I've got so many questions um <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. okay uh, and I'm trying to think of a logical and there probably will be no logical sequence for them um how many virtual challenges have you done now do you know uh well oh, we've hosted over oh let me think it's got to be over uh about 400 now i would say um and but but with about um 1500 people taking part in that um and then we've recently this year introduced something called the one percent club i was telling you about which means that you can plant a tree for every day you're active and it doesn't matter about running or cycling or whatever it is you choose to do you all all the times 
Um, we're the only organization that I know that doesn't insist on linking to Strava or mm. some kind of technology because I so want this to be inclusive. You know, um, this is about sort of I starting off on the whole virtual runs and knowing I'm a bit of a plodder, I was very aware that a lot of the sports industry is very much about how you've achieved and how yeah, you're brilliant. Yeah. You know, look at you going faster and stronger. And actually yeah. it puts a lot of people off and maybe just being active and going for a yeah. walk around the block when you would have sat and watched TV mm. is, you know, is just as good for you because that's your type of active. So, so we don't insist. I've had people write, um, you know, I've done 5k and send me a phone that's like that's fine then <laughs> you've done fine okay that'll do um and i've also had it where people just don't upload anything i have yeah. a on the um on the one percent club i actually even say we don't do anything with your <laughs> with your verification we don't we don't do anything with your evidence but runners kind of have to upload yeah. what they've done to say they've done it whereas everyone else is going yeah no i just did it brilliant yeah perfect that's good and and i so, i'll so, get yeah. you to explain a little bit more about the the one percent club in a minute but yes i I joined that and and you're completely right. I would not have joined that unless you'd made it super clear that this is not for competitive runners, elite athletes. Yeah. Like I used to run a lot when I was um, at school, you know, and I ran for the county and, and was quite competitive. And now it is an achievement for me to fit a run slash walk, you know, jog, shuffle, whatever yes. into my into my day a few yeah. times a week. That is like without putting any additional pressure on myself that I've got to be training for a half marathon or I've got to be doing yeah. a park run and getting my time down to this. And I've got to like, it is enough of a challenge to get out of the door with my trainers on. And, and I'm a bit like you and I have that love hate relationship in that. I don't want to do it. I'm not someone who's like, Oh my God, I love going for a run. It's yeah. all right. But I know I'll feel better when I come back from it. Exactly. And exactly. So had it, had it been quite a, I don't know if macho is quite the right word for it, but there is that kind of macho energy to a lot of these sort of sports challenges and things, isn't there? And that you're, yes. and I was really concerned that I would join and there'd be all these people sharing their best times. And, and, and then I did this and, you know, and I was like, and that's, and, and I would feel like a fish out of water and, and it would make me feel worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, it, but it's so lovely. A, that space that you've created there, but B, how you talk so honestly about your experiences and your runs and <laughs> you know in uh, we were saying before we hit record that like I adore your newsletters and I will put the link in the show notes for everybody to sign up for them because they're just Bless so you. honest and they're always really on point and you said oh but I ramble and I'm like but I love that I love that you find <laughs> a situation a very relatable situation that we can all kind of go oh yeah and then you just you make it into like running and and how it's about <laughs> walking, yeah. but or you know how it's about the getting out there and the doing it and and very similar to the ish you know it's that imperfectly and yeah. you know having a go and um so yeah thank you for for, for not <laughs> making it all about fastest it's times been and... so yeah it's been so important to me and numerous organizations have come along and sort of said oh you know well why don't you link to Strava and I've had a few requests from people and I'm not saying we'll never link it to it, but it will never be the thing that drives it because mm. I just want it to be about everybody feeling like they can achieve. Because I think, you know, even in the there's so many parallels between um, what we do. So, our, you know, you are, you are aiming to try and get people to uh, change some of their habits and to see something that they can do. Even the small stuff counts. Um, well, I think that we've got to a point in 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 the whole sort of uh, climate side of things where 
people don't know what to do for the mm. best and they feel judged by it you know you know if they recycle they recycle it wrong or if they and and you know it it never feels like you've done enough um and the same goes with health as i did this more and more with you know just testing it with the virtual runs um i you know i discovered that there's, there's something like it's the fourth biggest killer in this country is inactivity just wow. not getting up not getting up because we we sit in front of you know i'm yeah. i go for a run three or four times a week and the rest of the time i'm in front of my computer yeah. and i do diddly squat i might walk my dogs you know yes. but, but not a lot um and and I, and i realized that you know that's if that's the biggest killer as well there's inactivity we've just got to change it so mm. so focusing on what is active for you? The same goes with, you know, we celebrate whether someone's been able to um, get out once this week and planted one tree, just mm. as much as we celebrate if someone's done seven or, you know, hit the 300 mark or whatever yeah. it happens to be, because it's your journey. It's you, yeah. you know, I, I heard this lovely, I had this lovely phrase and I keep using it and annoying my children at the moment with it. It was like a couple of weeks ago and it's, there are many ways to human, my friend, many ways to human. And I just thought, oh, my God, I think if I was your kid, I would want to punch you in the face. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Trust me. She was just like, oh, there's many ways to human. Let's just let that one go. And and, but I do just believe that. I just think that, you know, I get such lovely stories because um, I had someone literally only yesterday on a LinkedIn post. I've been having a bit of a hiatus from it, but someone I'd missed it and I'd seek getting pain back to it. And she said, literally. I used to go for a 10 minute walk around the block if I was lucky. Mm-hmm. And because of this, because you celebrate, you know, moving, I'm now doing 5Ks and 10Ks. But had you, you know, but, but I yes. also know had I measured that, there's no way that she would have, you know, she'd have felt under pressure. And we yeah. don't need more pressure in our life, do yeah, we? Yeah, with yeah. <laughs> Everything is measured within an inch. You know, you can't, you've got watches that do this and armbands that yes. do that. And, you know, oh, oh, let's just let's keep it really simple. And a lot of people have sort of said, because, so with the 1% club, this, this, you know, active every day, I literally send an email out on a Sunday and say, um, how many days were you active? And people have said to me, well, how, how do I know that, you know, that, that, that people aren't lying to you? And it's like, well, I've, I don't care. I've planted mm. trees. If they need to lie to me to plant trees, that's fine. We still planted trees. So something good has come out of it. But realistically, uh, you know, looking at the figures, people are really honest. They, are they? they really are. Yeah, yeah, they really, really are. They could, you know, they could plant seven trees, but they don't always. And and you know that that's because they feel accountable. So it's that's lovely. so interesting because yeah. I um because like you say, you send out that nudge every every Sunday, and then I'm, oh right, yeah, I'm going to. And every day I will have walked the dog. Yeah, but I won't have gone for a run every day, and so I'm like, oh, hmm, is that is that okay? Can I <laughs> do? And yes, um... you got out. You were active. You did never stress. Honestly, active. I'm going to put that in my next nudge now. Going, look, active is whatever you feel. Not active is, you know, a walking a dog is just as important. The other week, I was having such a rubbish week, and and I literally did ten squats because I, but I wouldn't have done those 10 squats had I not thought right I'm, I just want to be able to plant a tree at least I've yeah. done something by the end of today where I've planted a tree and um, it's so true what you said about the the parallels between sort of my approach with sustainable ish and, and what you're doing that so many people will feel like uh I'm not a greenie so I can't yeah. do x y and z and they might think with you like <laughs> I'm not a runner so I can't yeah. join in with the one percent club or I can't do that and actually it it's and 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 exactly as you said that person started doing something very small that wouldn't have made them air quotes a runner 
um going for 10 minute walks and now they are a runner doing doing five yeah. and 10ks and 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 it, the the biggest barrier i think um with sustainability and probably with getting active as well is is that first step that first hurdle yeah. if we can get yeah. you over that and say yeah. don't worry you don't need to be a runner you don't need to be a greenie you don't need to no. do this perfectly you just need to put your trainers on and get yeah. out the door. do you yeah. know it's and, the and same isn't it exactly and and the the feeling of achieving and having been in control to have done something also gives that mental health boost which i think is also you know uh, we talked about it before before the recording that there is a real link to putting yourself out there and saying come on i want to change something and feeling really judged or you mm. know by oh my god is that good enough is that not you know and 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 actually celebrating the small wins because those are really hard these days you know that our lives we are you know, bombarded by notifications and emails mm. and this and that. And then you've got your usual everyday children and trying to, you know, make a living or whatever. Yeah. And I just think that if you can have an organisation or a, a group that just feels like they're on your side, <laughs> that's that's going to get you going more than anything, isn't it? it? You know, it makes such a difference. And I've so, seen that in the, you know, with the clubhouse, with the sustainable clubhouse yeah. and, and, you know, and, and being part of your 1% club as well. Having... Having those people who you know have the same intentions as you, the yes. same values, but also accept that their own limitations, your limitations, there's no yeah. expectations of perfection, that no one's going to bash you over the head if you say you've done this or haven't done that, or you've, you know, if you post your, in your thing, you know, you post your 5k time, no one's going to be like, yeah, yeah exactly, like, there's you no know. not, exactly, and, and you know, and, it, and it's also, I mean, Although we accept any kind of active, so uh, my niece signed up and she goes to the gym. She's a real gym bunny. I can't stand the gym. Mm. I, really, why I run anything that's about active, I don't know, because I just sound like a basher all the time. <laughs> but no, I I just know that one's something that I find really hard to do. But what what does come out of you know most of what we're doing is that we're actually out in nature most of the time. Mm. It's out for a walk, even if it's around the town or whatever. Um, and we do sort of bonus challenges for anybody who, you know, is part of our little clubhouse so that they can plant an extra tree. So it might be, you know, do a um, this this month we were doing a um, treasure hunt and it just gets you a bit more open. Mm. And so, again, that just helps that positivity of just that vibe of, oh, I did something today and, yes. and someone's going to celebrate that. And I, you know, we. I can really get low and I'm sure you do as well when you hear so many bad news stories about every you know the climate but but or you know the state of the world and actually there's some really lovely stuff going mm -hmm. on but it's often at a micro level and you yes. just need to be able to see it sometimes so so if we can do that if I can you know give that little bit of a boost if I've done anything to get someone out today then ah oh, then you know I can sleep easy I've done yeah. my best as I can today and you um, wrote something really beautiful in your newsletter I don't think it was this weekend it was last weekend and it was it was just after the sort of horrific attacks in um mm. Gaza and things and and you said something it was something like our brains aren't designed to cope with like yeah. world news like on such yeah. a massive scale our brains are designed to cope with this cave and the people who live in this cave like yeah. and I was just like oh my god like that was such a like it nearly made me cry I was like wow no <laughs> oh. wonder we're all feeling so yeah but it's true, isn't it? That, you know, it's our we've we were only ever built for communities, mm. little small communities. And and now since, you know, since modern media, 
we get it all and and it's on our it's it's our emphasis to to stop that and and come off social media or come off you know which also means you miss out on some of your friends stuff Mm -hmm. and that community side of things but you know sometimes you just need to say I cannot I cannot deal with all of that I can just do what I can do and that's and that's the best I can do because I I'm not designed I'm I'm never going to be Greta you know I'll do my little bit but I haven't got that impact but I I know that if I can do my little bit it will spread and yeah. you know and that's what you 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 do say that same message as well and I think that's so important because you never know the impact that, of what you do might pass on to someone else and that's so important yeah that that ripple effect is so important yeah. isn't it and and you know you saying it's hard, isn't it? Sometimes you do something we were talking just before we hit record about, you know, sending newsletters out and and all you often see is then the unsubscribes that result. <laughs> but what you don't often see is the impact that that's had in terms of it might have made somebody go off and go for a run or a yeah. walk or it might have made somebody go and make a slightly different choice about what they're buying or you know the meal they're going to cook tonight or whatever and and you don't know that and so you kind of tend to only see I love that phrase tell me that phrase you used about the thoughts before we hit record oh about the the fact that our brains are like um uh, teflon for for positive stuff and and velcro for negative things and and that's exactly it you know as soon I don't look at my my newsletter stats because it would I, I wouldn't I wouldn't write if I yes. if I saw numbers going up and down. I do everything I can. They always start whenever you get log into. If anyone writes newsletters, they'll know this. But others that don't, they you get the um campaign screen of everything you've sent out and look how well you're doing and look how bad you're doing. I literally flick off that as quick as possible. I'm like la la la, I'm not looking. <laughs> and uh, because I don't want to know because this will it's not going to be for everyone. Yeah. And um you know even the same goes with with the the one percent club. You know we've had many people who do our challenges because they are into challenges and they do want the virtual stuff still. And we mm. still host those for those people. Um, but the, the, the 1% club is not for them because they don't get enough of a endorphin kick of, right. yeah, I did it. And and that's okay too. You know, we, it's a very, anybody who does, you know, feel, feel free to, to sign up, but it, it's one of those, it's in, it's a real kind of spit and sawdust website. I'd love to have a, a, a fancy app or, or whatever that you can just press a button and it's done. You know, this is real old school. You go- oh, no, I think it's really clever how, you, <laughs> how you're able to log it. I'm like, how does she do that? That's so Well, clever. that's very kind of you. But, uh, you know, I know that I'm making people jump through hoops when they're used to just going ding, press a button and I'm done. Um, you have to kind of log in and enter it or whatever. But I, but, but ultimately, um, if I was to constantly judge myself on those people that don't like it, I wouldn't get anything positive done. And, you know, you put yourself out there a lot with, you know, standing up to to people or, or, you know, trying to encourage people and it takes it out of you. Mm. And I think it's a really hard thing. Um, And I think you've just got to take the wins. I, I always remember the right at the very beginning, and I've always there's a there's a I'm a real quotes person. It's on my newsletter. You know I that. I always got, but there's one that I always stand by, and that's Maya Angelou's "Do your best until you know better, yeah. then do better." And yeah. that's all we can do is just you know keep on doing what we know is good. Don't worry about those that we haven't hit because yeah. it doesn't you know they've got their own <laughs> yeah. many ways to human. They've got their own way of going. Um, so 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 the one percent club. Um, yeah. Did that start in January this year? Yeah, yeah. It was a um my my partner is kind of she hates it when I just turn around and just go, 
have this idea because yeah. it means oh what are we going to do now well. like oh really and then and then he <laughs> and just has to hope that another idea comes along that usurps that and I get distracted yeah. by <laughs> no, that's right and, and she um and, and it was literally in December last year I was looking I was 50 this year and um and I was looking for a challenge that I could do for myself because I do like to set myself challenges I've got children I've got a life I'm never going to go and do it well I'm not saying never but I won't likely to do an ultra marathon mm-hmm. so I needed something and I thought okay well what I what I can do is commit to doing something every day um and I thought if I could do something every day that plants a tree and I thought oh well, that's great 365 trees lovely um but then I thought, well, I will just see if anyone wants to join me, because I know that during the year you have many ups and downs. You always start mm, off in January. Oh, yeah, yes, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then, you know, February comes. And it's, oh. um, so I just happened to put it on a, um, an email around to the to the um, Earth Runs, runners and yeah, and on LinkedIn, I think. And we, I was planning on having a little WhatsApp group thinking that that would, you know, yes. help encourage people. Yeah. yeah. hundred people just went, yeah, all right. So I, <laughs> oh, crap. My lovely developer who just is, um, she is, she only works in the evenings for me. She's not, you know, she, she's not employed by me. She just kind of, can I just do this? Can you just do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah through December, I think she must've been swearing about me as well. Cause I was like, now I've got to build this website that makes this work. <laughs> and so the idea is that um, people pay a monthly subscription and yes. then every week they're nudged, they're prompted to go and um, you know say how many days they were active and then you plant a tree for every day they were absolutely active. so so obviously up to 365 366 trees a, a year depending um we, at the moment it's six pound 95 because of the cost of trees it's likely it's going to have to go up next year but what we're also introducing because we're aware of cost of living um is that we uh in hopefully by the end of november we'll have a group section so that you can either sign up as a club or as a workplace or oh, as a group of, of you um and you just pledge what it is that you would do every day so yeah. one of us will go for a run or one of us will will have a walking if it's you know work something if yeah we'll do a walking meeting every day or something like that um just to encourage that element and then and because with that we can sort of support them a lot more on their journey with you know their how they can sort of display themselves to others to show what they're doing not just you know again not just for the planet that's brilliant but also just for their own staff and, mm. and getting them you know active as well so so yeah so come the end of November we'll have a group section as well which is really good amazing and in terms of and, and people can join like at any time of the year can they, yes. any, you can just yes. start at any point and cancel at any point and yeah 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 absolutely um we do do uh every so often we do kind of um promotions i think anyone who comes along i've got um i'm at the runners uh the running show in january next year and also the outdoor show and so we do sort of like the odd promotion where you can sign up for a, a, a get the first month free yeah. that kind of stuff um so I, I encourage anyone to come and plant 31 trees go for it I, you know yeah 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 do, it. yeah do it that's absolutely fine and then see whether it's for you um but yeah so you can join at any time I did start to sort of do it oh to be fair Jen I've just mimicked you wherever I can I've copied you I started to do all oh, the clubhouses open and then I was like that's really hard work I, I can't do that just come and join whenever so well done <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm oh. following your footsteps and then going, no, I can't compete. She's put and, the then, and then and then recognizing she's cocked that up. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> 
no not at all but um, um the only difference that we have is that so we have a an online network um as well for those that want to so not everybody joins it but it's not on facebook yeah um we have a it's called the mighty networks that we use it's a system um that, that, that is very similar you can yeah. post your own photo and stuff like that and has its own little group areas but just because again not everybody wants to be on social media the yeah. very social media so this is a very you know sort of private network which um for those that want it is extra motivation um yeah. those that don't, don't have to um yeah yeah yeah, those, yeah yeah and so with the tree planting we've got an episode um that i'll post in the the show notes from probably a couple of years ago now maybe even more but with just one tree and we talked about you know tree planting and how potentially rife it is with greenwashing and how important it is that you get the right tree in the right place and it's not just like plant a tree boom well done us and and I love that you talked about those other impacts that you look at as well so how do you you know I'm assuming you're not every time somebody ticks I've been active for a day going out with a tree you know into into your local forest um (laughs) how how do you plant trees where do you plant trees how have you decided who to partner with all those kinds well of things. we've we've partnered with two or three along the way um uh the one percent club up until now has been with eden reforestation mm-hmm. um mostly because they are, were were the most cost effective um and because they have been going long enough that uh, you can see their track record for planting right. and supporting and the community element and their focus was very much on you know the reason why they were as cost effective as they were is because they were helping people out of um poverty um they're just about to change their model but the other people that we've also used are people like one tree planted um because if we're doing it for virtual challenges we can then say right your tree is going to actually be planted in this country it's going to support this specific specific um uh project or, or whatever which might be you know after forest fires or something that people feel quite passionate about um but we're in the process of talking to two or three different organizations um for the one percent club to make it so we can make it affordable um but it's mostly uh, i the biggest thing for me is i don't want to be a part of anything with greenwashing um it's got to be about how how well they're looked after what's Mm. the future for those trees um, I've got a meeting this afternoon, in fact, with Very Tree as well. So, you know, I'm constantly making sure to the best of my ability, I am yeah. not a scientist. I am an average Joe Bloggs and I've done so much reading and can tell you so many nerdy facts, but I still don't think I'm in any way knowledgeable. I am, you know, I, I just do the best I can. Um, but I, I, I'm happy that they are doing what they say they do and mm. that you know, the trees are diverse and that they are going to last as long as they possibly can. Um, uh, and, and yeah, I, but I, it's why we've never gone for things like um, true carbon reading of, of, you know, like, oh, what's your offset? I, I, right. I, I, I'm very wary of that because every tree is different and every, mm. you know, and how you can scientifically say for definite that's going to offset this and, I don't want to get into the arguments of, well, you're not doing good enough. Yeah. We're doing the best we can. Yeah. And and that's why I focus on not just offsetting carbon, but actually it's it's really important to me that we look at the smaller story. So I, I often do a little uh, video wittering every um, each week uh, for the 1% Club. But I often just talk about, you know, what one tree will do. Forget about the carbon. Forget about the oxygen what does it do go and have a look at a tree in a park 
and see the life that it brings. Yeah, the ecosystem. See, the, the, see yeah. how many years it's going to last and then how many trees it's going to make because, you know, it's conker season at the moment and acorn yes. season. And it's like, think of that. You know, there's a thousand forests. Isn't that the saying? There's a thousand forests in one acorn. Wow. And you just think that's what this is about. It's about you've made an impact. And I I don't ever want anybody to think, oh, you know, oh, darn it, I've planted a tree. You know, it's mm. not. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. What you do, one tree will matter just as much as, you know, as whether you've managed to do 10,000 trees. Because yeah. to those animals, those insects, you know, the life that will come from that tree, that is what you're doing. That's the change you're making. And also that that one tree you know if it's a like a mature oak tree you know the the ecosystem I can't remember what the stats are around the number of different sort of um species that like one mature oak tree can support but it's absolutely (laughs) staggering isn't it and and yeah that's probably more impactful and and you know how deep its roots grow and all the research that's coming out around the impact of um this is it wood wide web they talk about all these connections that trees make and things you know versus a hundred trees that are planted as a monocrop money-making yeah. thing there where there's no yeah. diversity, no wildlife, as you say, the, the community, local community hasn't benefited from it, all those kinds of things. Yeah. So it's so nuanced, isn't it? And important to pick the right schemes and to support. Yes, yeah, right it really, it really is. And, you know, again, I, I, I do as much research and go for those that have been um, in existence for the longest time with good track records. Mm. Um, and, and I think that's the best that I can do right now. Yeah. Um, but it is a constant for me. It's, it, you know, I wake up in a cold sweat in case someone just went, oh, your trees died. Oh, <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> but no, I, I am also the nerd that can tell you it's um, red mangroves, uh, 697 birds, uh, amphibians, reptiles, and animals will uh, survive of that. So there you go. Insects, you couldn't count, but. <laughs> wow. So red mangroves. And that's why um, I remember when we did the Just One Tree episode talking about the fact that, you know, a lot of people, she um, was saying, like, a lot of people will come and say, but, but we want trees that are planted in the UK. And it's like, well, mm. you can have trees that are planted in the UK, but it, A, it will be a lot more expensive. And yeah. B, it will be less impactful because if we can plant trees in areas where they know we're going to grow really quickly, yes. where they're going to have the best impact in terms of local ecosystems and things like mangroves and things that, yeah. that we might not normally think of when we think about tree planting um, are actually super important for yeah. ecosystems and carbon sequestration and all kinds of other things as well. Yeah, we do do the odd one um, in the UK, but again, it is one. We're running one at the moment, um, which also uh, raises money for for um, UNICEF in Gaza. But, it, you know, it is just one tree. It mm. is one memorial tree in the UK, but that's cost so much more. You yeah. know, it's literally 10 times as much as, as planting minimum uh, yeah. as planting elsewhere. Um, and it's just as important. It's not saying that, you know, we don't we don't recognize it. But I want to get as many trees in in the ground because I know that's going to have the bigger impact in the in the long run. So, so what's what's the tree tally? The total tree tally? I like that. So uh, in total, since since I've been going, um, Earthruns has planted one hundred and fifty two thousand trees. And so that's um, since twenty twenty. That's since twenty twenty. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, and then just but what's so lovely is the one percent club is is twenty six thousand something or other because I find out today so um, that's made like as a, a proportion a chunk of your exactly and that's exactly. that consistency thing isn't it that's like yeah, one tree yeah. every day for exactly so many 
and that's and, and why so that, and the, for me um i should have asked this right at the beginning the one yeah. percent number where why why have you called it one percent i should have said that as well right? <laughs> shows how good i am at marketing um the one percent club the reason why i called it the one percent club is because if i can encourage one percent of the uk population that's six hundred eighty thousand people to be active four times a week we would plant 11 million trees a month 11 million trees a month and think of that 680,000 people also fitter than they were healthier I was say, than and I were. wonder if there's anyone who's got the data around what the the health imp- impacts of that would be what the cost savings for the NHS would be you know yeah. all those kind of knock-on impacts oh it's, it's something that I am it. looking into in my spare time when I when I got my nerd hat on um and I'm trying I did speak to um uh X to university to see if I could sort of get in you know get in there to see if someone could sort of help with that but because mm. I do I think that's the whole thing you know the the impact that it would have on health if there's a figure that says um Something along the lines of, and I'll probably misquote it, but it's around 10%. Um, if you if you are active for 10 minutes a day, then you reduce your risk of um, premature death by 10%. Wow. 10 minutes a day is all you need. That's why I go bang on about just go for a walk around the block. Mm. You, you'll feel better. Your brain also becomes much more active. You, the, the chemicals you, 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 you know, if ever you have a writer's block or, you know, a creative block or just a block of your children, <laughs> go for a walk. <laughs> for 10 minutes because they've they've got you know imagery of someone's brain before and after 10 minutes of walking and it's just literally alive it, you, you know the neurons are fired and I, and I and yeah, that's the I, thing isn't it it's not just the the physical health implications yeah. of being active those mental health implications and again the knock-on impact that would have on savings for the NHS in terms of a mental health crisis exactly. and all those sorts exactly. of things and, and that's why uh, like I've <laughs> you know I was saying about you know I guess reconciling myself to to not being as fit as I was when I was 16 and not being you know but but now I'm like I I don't run necessarily really to be physically fit I run because I know that I need to for my mental health yes that's exactly the same reason for me I'm right with you on that I I also think there's a real you know uh, it's it's to me about being healthy you know right now everybody especially you, you go through instagram and everything any fitness videos any it's all beautifully toned people all looking amazing and all I haven't got the time for that. And actually, I don't I know. I have got the I body for that. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely haven't got that. But I just like the fact that healthy, good yeah. enough. You know, yeah. I think it, it's it, it's the part of me that we're good enough. That's why I love you sustainable-ish. You know, it's, it's good enough for now. It's the best mm. we can do. But actually good enough for you is okay that's 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 actually okay because we we we're striving for something that we cannot get to and all that's going to happen is it will it will just um you know stops you completely i think if you feel that you are failing in anything it immediately stops it's Mm. just grind to a halt um and whereas actually if you can encourage i often i often joke because i i always think i'm um (laughs) we're we're the uh gateway drug for being yeah. more sustainable i tend to think you know you can just do one tree one tree yeah. let's get one tree in the but, but once you start to talk about that you know and you're doing something yes. then you start to become really more interested in what else could i do and mm. actually i can do that change you know it is that we you know we're just the, this first step getting over the threshold to everything to better health and you know like um you know it, we share some great news stories i had someone and this one, this one will definitely go as the sort of you know top win, I imagine, for the year. Um, someone in Japan who's part of the One Percent Club actually gave up her car because the One Percent Club 
and it was an electric car. She's brilliant. But she even gave that up because the battery kept going flat because she was walking and cycling everywhere. And I think, you know, those are amazing. But actually, just the fact that we've encouraged someone to be active four times a week. Yeah. That's just as good because they wouldn't have done it otherwise. Yeah. And let's not forget, you know, they planted trees whilst they were doing it. Win win. Yeah. Um, I'm vaguely obsessed with your medals because I just think it's such a great idea because I'm sure you know you talked about that oh I've got this medal now or my kids have done this my kids did a I don't know a 1k or something at school and then they've got these crappy plastic medals and I don't know what to do with it and nobody wants it and um it just seems like such a and I understand why people want something and why it's yeah. nice for the kids to get something but so so your medals are and you sort of went oh blah 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 and you brushed over it really quickly but they're amazing so tell us more well, about your medals. Okay well the medals I, I do have one I know that you only you'll be able to see it but it, it, it's basically um I'll post a made picture of, on the website. Okay yeah it's made of uh recycled paper and then uh seeds uh in them and they're fully biodegradable um, they have a, um, a tensile ribbon at the moment. It's the best I can get at the moment. But again, it's biodegradable and as sustainable as it can be. Um, and and we're, they're all handmade. Um, wow. So I, uh, we have... By like, you? Uh, sometimes, yes. Oh I was doing something this morning. Sometimes I was. It's actually a really mindful thing. It's just sitting there. So I designed a way of doing it. It was right at the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. I, I had this idea um, that, you know, that, that that we should do something for people that do want something. And I'd come up with this idea of drying out, you know, seeded paper and medals and, and, and whatnot. Um, and then I developed it, got someone to, to build me a proper mold. But I always developed it with the view of it never being mass produced. Um, I might not slightly change. It won't ever be mass produced, but I didn't want to, again, I, you know, I'm always very wary of the, uh, of the, of the footprint we're leaving behind. And, and I also want it to be something that's produced in China, shipped over here. Exactly. Exactly. And the number of, you know, people that have asked whether, you know, can we have it in this country? Can we have that country or whatever? But so what I actually did was set it up with um, a a set of equipment that isn't ridiculously, I I think you can get the whole lot for about 1500 pounds. Um, and and then set micro businesses up. Um, so there's about three others that I've got making for me. Oh my God. Um, and but also with uh, some social enterprises. Um, I've got a social enterprise uh, in Oxfordshire who sell them themselves as well. Um, but just to try and get people to value yeah. what they've got as well. Mm. Um, it doesn't. It's not the cheapest. It's uh, they're two pound thirty five each. Um, but they've been handmade. Yeah. They're going to create life. They're going to, you know, they're all they've all got wildflower um seeds in them. So so you know, by next year they will and they they I've got a whole load in my garden. It is beautiful to see them. And they come over two years, they've um they grow, it's beautiful. Um but but actually just so people actually value what they what they've got. Yeah. Um and then of each medal, I also plant a tree for each medal that we sell as well, because I, you know, I'm obsessed about planting trees. I'm not. <laughs> we, yeah, and, and yeah, it, it started out as just for Earth Runs, the challenges, and I got so many inquiries because no one else was doing them out mm. there. Um, the closest that you can get is sort of wooden medals and slate medals. So cost effectively, we're, we're on par with that. Um, 
but I, uh, yeah, I, about a year ago, we started selling them to other organizations, but they have, because they're all handmade, I have to kind of mm. book slots in and, and sometimes people will, cause they can take up to sort of 12 weeks to make, if I've got a number of, you know, slots. So if the London Marathon put an order in, you're like, uh, I have spoken to them. <laughs> I have spoken to them more, more to do with their training than their medals. Um, they like the medals, I have to say, but the, you know, I think if you've done a marathon, there is an element, you know, because they are um, made of paper, they, they are quite lightweight. Right. So, get a few people who are you know that mm, didn't feel like I've earned anything okay. like well you know depends what you think but okay <laughs> but if so, um so if someone's listening and you know they are a school where they do yeah. an annual 1k race or that is that can they get in touch with you and say can Absolutely. we have 50 yeah there is a we have got on a, a med um a medal website called earthrunsmedals.org um so they can just inquire um on there it's a flat rate fee that we just we because they're all handmade there's no sort of mm. if you order I, I think the most we've had ordered was um 2400 <gasps> that took a while <laughs> But most orders come in at sort of 200 to, to uh, 400, you know, yeah. and sometimes 25. Um, yeah, we don't we don't mind. It's, it's just lovely. And I, I get some lovely feedback. I had um, someone just say it's the first medal they ever had that when they were giving him out, they got a cheer. The medals got a cheer. So uh, and I think know. it's not just the fact that. Um, they're, they're giving out medals that have less, you know, less negative impact and a positive impact in terms of the welfare the the message that that then sends from the race organizer that like we are serious about reducing our impact as yeah. a race and the conversations that that then starts around look you can do medals a bit differently what else could you do a bit differently yes. about yes. you know how you run how you get to your events how you you know just yeah. in general Absolutely. and and it's it's always the thing I'm you know I don't know why it's taken me so long to realize this but it's it's never ever just about that one thing it's always no. about the ripples and the conversations that yeah. that action yeah on. absolutely I mean the, the the problem we do have is actually getting enough medals made in time and I, I think that's why I will have to look at there is another way that I think I'm gonna get really nerdy now and sort of think about how how it can um how they can be made but still mm. keep the, the footprint down um just to to meet demand more than because it's uh you know because of the the needing to mass produce as such but um but you know already i just think even things like you go to events i went to i didn't go this year but i went to the blue earth summit last year and they had the um they had your name tags and and it's just like this huge great big lanyard yeah but but the actual like the actual card you know was made of plastic. I thought, why is that not a seeded paper? Mm. Why is that not just like you've got your name on it? You know, sticking could go on it. That's fine. At the end, take it home and plant it. Well, yes. Why are we not doing that? It's like ah. So um, yeah. If anyone if anyone wants to help me uh, develop those that product, if anyone knows anybody, I, I would definitely appreciate that because I know there's a little project there that I don't have enough time to to love yeah. and nurture with everything else going on but oh my word it could you know it can definitely change some things and the other thing I, I wanted to um just quickly talk to you about and I think this really demonstrates how much you think about what you're doing when you went to I can't remember where it was one of the running big shows um oh, yeah. earlier on this year and you didn't want to have because Again, this is something that we probably don't even think about, but those big events like that, the carbon footprint yeah. of, and the waste footprint of them is enormous, isn't it? Because yes. even to the extent that they, the carpet will be replaced each time and yeah. like creating these stands and everybody having their own, like 
it's just enormous in terms of resource use. And you decided you very much didn't want to be a part of that. Whereas the easiest thing would have been to go, here I am, here's a little banner, like I will yeah. sit in my space that I have been allocated. You decided that wasn't, <laughs> that yeah, wasn't the way you then, wanted to do it. I just, I don't want to, cre- I, you know, I just don't want to create an impact. <laughs> that sounds bad, doesn't it? Yes. Um, wherever possible. And I, I, you know, I used to work in graphics, so I'm very aware of, you know, even even um, exhibition stands, the pull-up ones, they might last for years, but they still want new graphics each time because mm. the message changes. Um, and I just thought we could do something so much nicer and just a talking point, and it really did. So, and I'll do the same this year. Um, I, I basically bought a load of um, uh, boxes, cardboard boxes, um, that we then stacked up high to make the to, to make the stair, the wall and then I got one of the the chalkboard writers like the people that do sign writing in um pubs and things like that to put the graphics on it um and then those and those boxes ended up being packaging later on so I used them for a couple of events um and then they oh, so, the so after the event you flat packed them all back again yep. took them home and then you've been able yep, to take them to a reusable. few different events yeah, yeah yeah reusable and then this year because the message will be slightly different but you know I, those cardboard boxes then became my my uh delivery boxes yeah. for, for the medals so um so yeah and it, it but it's so important to me that you we do think about every little step that we can do and it wasn't hard it was a really cheap way of was it playing something yeah yeah super cheap compared to what you know you'd spend thousand, you know good few thousand um on a stand and yeah. I think we and you were able close. to employ a person's skills for yep. the day and yep. yeah I think the whole lot cost me about 450 pound wow and that's it you know the boxes and everything and it was brilliant because all you've got to do when you get there is literally stick your and again use the paper tape rather than you know, it, did you have a like a um a diagram though because I'd have got the wrong box in the wrong place and yeah <laughs> yeah that's right you did have to, there was a little bit of jigsaw but that yeah. was also made but the number of people that came up we actually I had say a, yeah um, did it make yeah we had a blackboard up that just sort of said do you like our plastic free you know what do you do you think this is a load of rubbish or, or whatever and yeah you know obviously they all just they loved it and I had um a number of uh, a couple of exhibition designers come around and actually just sort of come and talk to me about it because they hadn't thought of it and I yeah. just thought oh, why not you know we did years and years ago um I found there was a there was a place that actually made cardboard exhibition stands where you could slot in boxes so oh, they stood okay. a bit more firm um and i'd and so the idea would sort of come apart from that and you can actually then because they're boxes you can actually pull them out and then turn them around so you've right. got a different message yes, yeah um and that's quite a nice way of doing it as well and i just think there's so many if we're just a bit more maybe we all need to go out for a walk you see we're <laughs> <a bit> creative <laughs> um and i i love the fact that like what's the you know, we talked about how important it is to try and engage everybody, uh, you know, or, or this message about like, um, it's 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 good enough to be active and it's good enough. Has that meant that like the air quotes proper running community are a bit sniffy about what you do or have has that been because it's hard um, to then, you know, we've already said we acknowledge we can't be for everybody. Yeah. Um, but by being, you know, and I had I had somebody have a go at me on social media for perpetuating this thing of like it's okay to do it imperfectly and they were like it is not okay we are running out of time everybody needs to be pulling out all the stops and I'm like well yes and and I believe me I'm here freaking out with you but if we tell people that the only way they can participate is 
by running a full marathon or whatever the sustainability equivalent is, we're never going to get enough people on board. So do you is there a bit of a sniffiness that that you're you're not for the real runners? Um, that's no. Yes, I know. Um, with the 1% club, I would say most it's not even real runners, but competitive runners don't get a big enough dopamine hit. There right. is still a handful and they will know who they are, bless them, when they listen to this, that, you know, um, that, that, that do care and will always care. And that, you know, but that's a cross section of all society, really. Mm. Um, but the challenges, we get all different types. Um, a lot of them still just do it for the medal. They, they mm. just collect medals. And so I don't know that I'll ever change their type, you know, their mindset. Um, but but again, I come back to the fact that this is the best that I can do yeah, with yeah. my tools and my knowledge. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I came where well, I said to you earlier, didn't I, that um, I came on your, your um, carbon uh, literacy training because I felt like a fraud that I, I didn't know enough. Um, and I definitely didn't know enough, but, <laughs> but, but I know a lot more. <laughs> and I got and I got a, a slow cooker. So thank you, because I the, uh, <laughs> can slow cooker because of that. Um, but but, I, you know, if we aim for perfection, mm. we will put so many people off. Whereas if we aim to be real about the struggle, I think people can, you know, associate with it. So. I might not get all of the hardcore runners. There are others that will. Mm. And, and you know, I, I certainly know. Um, so we've had sponsorship in the past from Brooks. Um, and I'm talking to a couple of others. There are organizations who do want to be greener. There's an element of greenwashing that's still mm. attached mm. to that. There's no doubt about it. But we're, we've got a balance of also reach, trying to reach as many people as possible. And sometimes that might mean using some of those organizations that if they're talking about it even if they're not doing enough yet mm. and then you know a lot of organizations aren't um but at least if we can talk you know and more about it we reach more of these people it becomes a conversation um that is a, an everyday conversation and I, i'm gonna sort of go off on a tangent but so really weirdly so i'm i'm gay i've got no issues with that always have been but when i was younger I had to hide that fact. And I used to have to go to clubs where you'd have to knock on the door, a special knock so you could get let in, that kind of stuff. Here we are, you know, 30 years on, 20 years on, how old am I? Um, and and, <laughs> and it's the most normal thing where our children aren't even thinking about, you know, well, it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl or whatever, yeah. you know, I don't, it, it's, it's moved on. But that's because more and more people started talking about yes. the you know that situation and we've got to if we become too snobbish about it if we become too high and mighty about yeah. it we will turn more people off i i think yeah um, it's about those social norms isn't it it's about yeah. how do we the more conversations we have around this exactly like your analogy with um sexuality as well the more conversations we have around this the more normal we make doing things a little yeah. bit differently to lessen our impact on the planet like it that just becomes the social norm and yeah. people accept it and yeah. get on board with it and and you know even it's, it's like i was saying earlier about the, the the tree planting five six years ago you wouldn't have been able to buy anything and plant a tree mm. whereas now it's you you can't not buy anything without planting a tree um is it right no probably not because it's not offsetting you know you're yes. not trying to offset and make the guilt feel bad mm -hmm. but uh, better but but 
it's made you more aware of it. Yeah. So, so actually it's a step in the right mm. direction, not the end of the yes. journey, but the step in the right direction. Um, and I think there's also something that for me, I am an average Joe blogs. I was a graphic designer. I drove bad cars. I certainly bought crap. And I've learned over time that I need to do something. And this is the best that I yeah. can do right now with the tools that I have. Um, I'll keep trying to find other tools, but right now I'm a hell of a long further than I was, you know, yeah. 10 years ago. And and that's what, it, again, go for the analogy of where you start from, you know, stop worrying about where you're trying to get to. We all know what we've got to do, mm. but it's too big a bite to, 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 to take in one go. So look how far you've come and, and just celebrate the small wins so that you feel like you want to keep going, you know, the next day. And there's something really powerful. There's a um, that Japanese concept, if you come across it, like Ikigai about like, yes. you know, what yes. you're good at, what the planet needs and and just finding this sort of intersection. And so I love what you've done in that you've gone, OK, I need to do something like. What am I what am I what am I good at? What am I passionate about getting people moving, getting people? How can those things smoosh yes. together and create yeah. something that, that is within my skill set that is something that I can do that is something that I yeah. feel is doable rather than become Greta which like none of us none of us can do other than Greta no. and and you know it, it doesn't mean that we won't try but we, we we know we'll fall short and yeah but but having that ability to um be imperfect yeah is actually something that will help you on the days that are really tough you know we all get down we all find it hard to keep the good fight going it's really hard to be enthusiastic all the time and go yes you know we can do this no sometimes it feels like shit and we're not going to do it <laughs> but actually i'll do what i can and yeah. that's it you know if it's a walk around you know yesterday i was meant to get up early for a run i didn't mm. i didn't so i just did you know a, f a few workouts at home and walked the dogs that's good enough yeah it still got me out and it still planted a tree you know the during the summer months i had a real low period with, with we're moving we're meant to be moving house and all of that fell through and all the stresses of all of that and I couldn't give much more to my community than what I did. Mm. Um, my newsletter and, uh, you know, and I just had to go, but that's what I can do. That's yeah. that's the best I can do right now. Um, and the same goes with, you know, with all of the, I, I have three children who completely ignore the fact that I plant trees and that I'm trying to help their future. <laughs> you know, they're teenagers and they want what their friends have got. And it's really hard and yeah. without, you know, always being the bad cop. Yeah. Um, but I also know that it's going in there because they're thinking a little bit more here and there. And you just go, OK, in time, you know, yeah. that ripple will reach them. And yeah. that's what you're looking for, isn't it? Is the ripple will reach those other people. That's yeah. what we could do. Amazing, Tash. We I, we could happily talk all like for the next four <laughs> we'll, hours. We'll be each other's cheerleaders. Yeah, no one might listen to the podcast, but we might phone up every few weeks and go. Yeah, yeah, we don't. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> now your um, your sustainable ish does that. I think is brilliant. Oh well, the, it is a reciprocal, um, a mutual, <laughs> a mutual adoration. Um, where can people come and find you? How can people get involved? Okay, um, so earthruns.com is uh, for virtual challenges and sort of the start of everything um, or one dash percent dash club.org is the one percent club i know it doesn't trip off the tongue does it <laughs> um 
but um or tash acres on instagram and all of that i i'm a bit yeah i'm a bit flaky around that but i'm you know i'm on there in time sometimes um but yeah just uh you know start with earthruns.com and you'll and you'll and that's find easy everything to remember and you'll find everything else i think and 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 remember that you know to join the one percent club you do not have to be you do not have athlete, to run a runner that's why, uh, why we will uh, next year um we're looking at sort of earth runs will just be challenges but re, we we will rebrand to active for earth because that's yeah. that's really the message that we're giving off so oh i love it and um i always love chatting to you tash like <laughs> thank um, you you're you always say nice things to me which is great but also <laughs> it's just so lovely that you're like we're i think completely on the same wavelength with with what we're trying to do and how we're trying to do it and it's so yeah. lovely to um to chat to somebody else on on the same wavelength and also to sort of to to commiserate sometimes with each other and when <laughs> things are a bit tough and all those sorts of things and you're not you're very good at um you know some people you speak to and they're always doing amazingly and they're always, yes. always oh this is great and this is and, and it's so lovely and refreshing to to yeah. speak to somebody who like, <laughs> who forces it up today? regularly <laughs> but, can i can i just say one other thank you to you sorry but i have to after our um carbon literacy training the other thing i scored so many brownie points with the uh warm clothes air dryer Oh my word, that is the heated clothes air dryer was a game changer in our family. We live right near a river, so everything's a bit damp all the time. And oh, limit, you know, the only way we could cope was with it was with the um, uh, tumble dryer. And yeah. now, oh, we've got this little box that does everything beautifully. Oh, amazing. And- and it also dries my medals really nicely. So <laughs> <laughs> and it's also great um, this time of year going into it being colder. Like we've got ours set up in the spare room. And so what yeah. it means is if I close the door and go in there and work, I can have the thing on for four hours to dry. And it's nice and warm as well. So yeah, it's- yeah, exactly. It's a win-win. So thank you for that. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Oh, thanks so much oh, for your time, Tasha. And no thank problem. you so much Loved for it. everything that you do and things. Oh, no, thank you. You keep doing, keep fighting the good fight. My goodness me, I love Tash so much and her approach to activity and her approach to sustainability and doing what she can to make a difference. How about you? What did you think? Are you all fired up now to go for a little leg stretch around the block or do a few squats while you wait for the kettle to boil? Are you going to check out the 1% Club or are you too hankering after your very own plantable metal? I know I totally am. I'm desperately trying to think what I can do to look like I've achieved (laughs) do let me know I would love to hear from you you can drop me an email on jen at sustainableish.co.uk or come and find me on social media tag me I am at sustainableish on most of the social media platforms okay then here we go with this week's good news First up, from the Progress Network, deforestation levels in Brazil have plummeted since President Lula da Silva defeated right-wing Bolsonaro in Brazil's election in 2022. The Amazon is the world's largest rainforest, absorbing massive amounts of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, as well as being one of the most biodiverse places on Earth. So it's pretty important. Two-thirds of the Amazon is in Brazil, and deforestation skyrocketed under Bolsonaro's presidency. The levels of deforestation are not yet down to a historic low, but the decline under Lula's leadership is described as precipitous. 
Closer to home here in the UK, according to an article in Positive News, community solar is set to surge, with five community energy groups in England and Wales banding together to buy seven solar farms, which will see community solar grow a whopping 20% and would provide enough energy for nearly 13,000 homes. And because of the community energy model, over the lifetimes of the solar farms, they will generate approximately £20 million in funds that will be used specifically for projects that will benefit local communities. And very much closer to home, in the Sustainable-ish Clubhouse, we have had a fashion focus for this half term, which is now coming to a close. And as part of that theme, we've had a mending thread in the Facebook community where people have come and added to the tally with items that they have mended. And we're up to 151 items at the last count. Now, the point of getting everyone to add their mends to a master thread was to try and demonstrate the power and the impact of collective action. Just mending one thing on our own is great and can be very satisfying, but seeing that a relatively small group of busy, tired women can mend over 150 items is just amazing. And obviously this has saved all those items from landfill and saved the expense of having to buy new items to replace them. But I wanted to try and get a rough idea of the carbon savings. So I headed over to a new set of comparison calculators from Geeky and I've linked to them in the show notes. And I used the new clothes calculator to estimate that very roughly mending these 151 items has saved over a ton of greenhouse gas emissions and 359,992 litres of water. That sounds pretty impressive, but that is the equivalent of driving nearly 4,000 miles in a Ford Focus and enough water for 143 months of showers. Right then, that's it from me for another week. Thank you as ever so much for listening. Um, Have a great week and I will catch you next time.